Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 133 at Edmonton, Bob Stoffer. Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now. There's an old saying in the car business, cars cost less than Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge Ford and Wetaskiwin committed to providing unequaled automotive excellence, resulting in completely satisfied lifetime customers. If you currently have a vehicle that you're not using enough for payments or interest rates that are too high, a vehicle you may want to sell, refinance, or trade in for something different, go visit Uncle Bill, Rich, Johnny, and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford. Or give them a call, 1-877-477-3673, or visit uh, brentridge.com. Cactus Jack... Uh, points out, by the way, Bob, Lee Corso is now 86 years of age. And uh, yeah, I saw him on, uh, their, on their death show for ESPN on Saturday. Uh, all right, we're going to open up the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. You can also text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Uh, we were talking about favorite goals that you witnessed in person all time, and it was generally an Oilers point. But this one comes in saying, Bob, on February 10th in Vancouver, when Sidney Crosby sniped a GWG golden goal against Team USA, best, uh, Team USA best goal I've experienced live. Uh, the texter adds, Duncan Keith is really going to help Evan Bouchard and other young D-man with his credentials and his mentorship, in my opinion. Keith is, a, is an investment in the Oilers' future by Ken Holland. Well... Uh, the uh, the some of the books out there have got Edmonton being in a very good position uh, playoff wise, and I tend to agree with that. I think Edmonton will be competing for the Pacific Division title. Why wouldn't I think that? Two years ago, they were within three points of Vegas when we got shut down. This past year, they came in second in the Canadian Division to the Maple Leafs. Uh, I think the Oilers can take another step forward here, though. Big question mark in goal. That's a given. A lot of you are coming to the defense of Miko Koskinen and saying, and I'm not just I and Brendan, I'm going to get you in here as well, just before we go to the phone lines. We've got a couple guys on hold right now, but 780-496-0063. Have I been a doubter of Miko Koskinen's over the last couple of years? I think I'm the guy that's, I might be more open to him than many of the fans. I, and I know he had the four goals against and the four shots against the Canucks, but to me, he was put in an awkward spot to start last season. Then he got recalibrated when he had his workload decreased. And then he had a tough conclusion. But 
had a pretty good year the year before, didn't he? Yeah, I think Mike Smith's season last year made it pretty easy to, you know, sweep Koskinen under the mat and, and really disregard him. But he's not the worst backup goaltender in the league. He just needs to clean up those first shot goals because yeah. it was it was beyond that game where it happened for for the first four. All right, so tell me this, Brendan, and we'll and we'll open up the phone line seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Are the Edmonton Oilers the top eight team in the NHL this year, in your opinion, on paper? Yes. Yes, they are. Do you want to handle uh, putting the calls on the air? Because this is a new board for me. All right. We'll start with uh, Nick on line number one. Nick, you're on Oilers now. How you doing? Hey, Bob. appreciate you taking my call. Okay. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, and this is so weird to say, I wouldn't be surprised if the Oilers were fighting for a conference title, not just a divisional title this year. We haven't had a bottom six like this since we went on a playoff cup run uh, 16, 17 years ago. And uh, the thing about Koskinen is he's only one year removed from a 9-17 save percentage in the regular season. You know, COVID really had an impact on his gameplay, no fans in the stands and all that. He's in a contract year. I could see him having a bounce back. And with our our, uh, defensemen and all of our young defensemen coming up, we've never had a system like this that I can remember where all these young guys are pushing their way into the lineup and keeping older older guys accountable to having to keep their spots. I'm really excited for this upcoming year, Bob. All right. Well, thanks for the call. I hope you're right. Let's try, well, let's try K-Jam on line number two. K-Jam, you're in Oilers now. How are you doing? Doing well, Bob. Thanks for having me. I don't think the Oilers are a top eight team. I think that we you could probably argue top ten. Um, but I, I think there's at least eight teams firmly ahead of us right now. Um, who do you got, think, who do you got ahead of Edmonton right now off the top of your head? I got Colorado and I got Vegas. Yep. I got Pittsburgh. I got Washington. I got Boston. I got the Islanders. I got the Panthers and the Lightning, and I think that there's still a pretty. I think we're we're right in there with like the Leafs and the Canes, sort of in that next spot. Uh, and my response to that would be, does the division help Edmonton become a, a top eight team? I think that that's probably a fair point. You know, if you're, if we're, if we're talking about standings, I think that there's a pretty decent chance that we'll, we'll slide in there. Um, I think that if you talk about like, you know, like the, 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 the top talent teams, I think maybe, maybe that's a little bit of a different discussion. So yeah, I think maybe when you look at a division and like the points projections, maybe you could make an argument they're a top top eight team there for sure all right uh thanks for the call kjm you take care thank you 780-496-0063 and you can text us on the ashley fine floors text line at that number as well and the genesis of this conversation was we had david staples on from the cult of hockey and uh he says that basically the sports books have edmonton has a uh top uh what's going on here Top six teams. Um, uh, uh, he said that the, the, a lot of the sports books have Edmonton in a spot where they they see them as a the seventh best chance to make the the playoffs this season. So I want to hear what you have to say on that front. Elvis is in the building, or at least he's on the airwaves, and he's on line number one. Elvis, how you doing? Oh, good to talk to you, man. I hope you had a great summer. I hope you had a great vacation, and I hope you're ready to roll your sleeves up and get back at her because it's going to be hockey time. Well, just remember, Elvis, uh, there, there's guys that got to go to work, and then there's guys that get to go to work. And I have a yeah. job where I get to go to work. So yeah, uh, it's not a matter of roll up the sleeves. It's racing out the door because you love it. You know what I mean? 
Absolutely, 100%. But I, th- I, th- I think you guys, I think Oiler fans and all of us are going to be pleasantly surprised. And I'll say the biggest words here, we're going to have some competition competition on this Oilers roster that are going to push each other every night. I predict McDavid, Dreisaitl, those guys are hungry. They're going to take it to the next level. And you know what? Duncan Keith, <laughs> that, that guy on the back end, he's going to be magic. You watch. He's going to, He's got a lot of, lot of naysayers out there, and he's going to prove them wrong. Well, I do think that there's a bit of a screw-you attitude with Duncan Keith. This is an, I mean, it's, let's face it. This is a guy that left Michigan State. Uh, he didn't get handed an opportunity in the NHL after playing pretty well with Kelowna. He had to play two years in the minors. Some people thought he was undersized, lacked elite offensive dimension, and made himself a Norris Trophy winner. A lot of people have written him off. The analytics community, oh, it was a terrible trade stupid trade i have a feeling that there's some screw you i i do got i do got to challenge you on something though you think that mcdavid and dry can take it to the next level what do you think they've done the last three years they've led they've been one two and scoring here for the last two seasons they're in fact they're the top two scoring players in the national hockey league the last five years haven't they already taken it to another level Absolutely, but you know what? Great players get better, and I'll tell you what, they will take it to the next level and put in quotation marks there, take it to the next level in playoffs and start to control their own destiny in the playoffs. Great stuff, Elvis. Thanks for the call. All right, my friend. You bet. River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline is open, 780-496-0063. Are the Edmonton Oilers a top eight team overall this year on paper? And remember, the last two years, they finished 12th and 11th. Here's Brian on line number seven. Brian, how you doing? How you doing, Bob? Good. Yes, uh, I do think in the regular season they are a top uh, eight team. Yeah. Uh, I my question is is can they get out of the first round? And I think that's the biggest question for the Oilers this year, as they haven't done it the last two years. And I think it all comes down to team toughness, the guys willing to stand in front of the net, uh, winning battles in the corners. I don't know if they're tough enough yet this year, and with losing Larson. Uh, I don't. I don't know if they've replaced him. All right. Well, Brian, a few things. Number one, uh, completely fair point. I mean, the the fact of the matter is, they lost the series to Chicago in four. I I I I had Edmonton winning that series, but I didn't think it was going to be a walkover because Chicago did have some leadership with some guys that knew how to win. Okay. Right. Uh, and then with Winnipeg, I mean, a lot of people on paper thought Winnipeg was better than Edmonton last year. I did not yeah. think that was the case at the start of the year, but then they did the Dubois deal, and they had the advantage. You know, like they had Con- Connor Hellebuck, and um, so fair point in terms of yeah, they're probably going to be in the mix for a top eight spot in the regular season, but they do have to prove something. There's no question they have to prove something, Brian. Come playoff time, that's a given. That's a fair point by you. Yep. Okay. Yeah, Thank- no. yeah, Thank- you Thanks for the call. 780-496-0063. And we're going to go to Richard on line number four. Richard, how you doing? I'm doing fine. You? Good. What's going on? Uh, I think that the Oilers will be in the top eight, maybe top six. But I think they got to do two things with uh, Costner. I think they got to get him a new catching glove because right now it has windburn on it from all the pucks going by it. Yep. And it might be helpful if they get him a um, copper tone tanning um, sponsor because in the first period that red light is on a lot. Well, you know, it's it's funny with European goaltenders. They tend to have better feet and they don't have as good of gloves as a lot of North American goaltenders because a lot of North American goalies, at least 
at least 15, 20, 25 years ago, also grew up playing baseball. Now, today there's such specialization in hockey in North America that maybe you don't have quite the same crossover in sport. But as a rule of thumb, it's been my belief that European goaltenders had the better feet, North American goaltenders had the better glove. There's no question. Well, well, Koskinen's, it's part of, some people have said to me it's, it's his glove positioning. The bottom line is everybody in the league shoots high on the guy and tries to blow it over his glove side. He has okay. to work on that. Um, I think Edmonton might need all three goalies this year. Just yeah. might be the way it works out. Thanks for the call, Richard. Take care, man. 780-496-0063, River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline. we got a couple lines open, lots of texts coming in. Uh, oh, oh, It's our friend out of uh, the San Jose Sharks fan. He's saying Mike from Ottawa will be a caller to the show from the amazing Kreskin. He's making that prediction right now. We'll see if that ultimately, and maybe Chris from Victoria. We have not heard from Chris from Victoria on Oilers now in a long time. He was more of a read caller, if I recall. Anyways, uh, Bob, playoffs two years ago. Can somebody in this city stop this insanity? Play in series two years ago, just to establish that, okay? All right there. Fear the Finn is a San Jose Sharks fan. Did the Sharks make it into the play-in? Just, 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 I'm trying to recall. Did they make it into the play-in series two years ago? Or the playoffs last year? I know they were pretty good for the 15 years before that. Let's go to Daniel in Sylvan Lake, Alberta on line number three. Hi, Daniel. How you doing? Great, great, great. Great show, guys, as usual. Appreciate all you do. Okay. Uh, do I see them as a top 10 or a top 8 team? Absolutely. Why is that? Um, what do you like about them? Well, I mean, when you got Dreisaitl and McDavid on your team, uh, I, you know, <laughs> I don't think that's a bad bet to make them in the top eight uh, myself. And, and with the, the additions they've made and uh, a few additions from last year, I, I don't see that as being a problem. So I, I but, think I will say this. I think Hyman and Fogel are going to change how Oilers score some goals. I mean, those guys, in terms of the ability to drive the net, were probably two of the top five forwards in the uh, NHL last year. Now, I'm not, oh, neither guy's an elite finisher, but they get the puck to the cage, and that results often in collateral opportunities. You know what I'm saying? There's there's more chances around the net when you got guys driving the hearts of the goal. Oh, absolutely. And I, I, I can see, you know, Pulley Arby having a better year and Holloway hopefully stepping up and making a difference. I, I think there's... I, I, I personally... You know, I, I haven't been this uh, optimistic for many years, and I, I you know, I, I think there's always improvements one team could make, but uh, I certainly think uh, Holland has done a great job and with what he's had, okay. and I don't think anybody can argue with that. But I do have a concern, you know. I guess I'm old school, and uh, I'm a little concerned about team toughness, and uh, I I don't want Nurse stepping up. I know he can. Yep. And uh, boy, oh boy, if Cassian goes down, I mean, I I don't see it as they as don't have having a guy, a they don't they don't have a guy in their organization. And now I I will they they abs- I think they're at, the last time I checked they're at 41 contracts. Yeah. So they they could still sign a guy in a two way deal and compensate him so they have a potential recall guy that yeah. handles you know what daniel i gotta tell you i'm a little like you okay i don't mind having some of that and and this is i have time for the analytics and the analytics guys hate fighters but i don't i don't want darnell nurse fighting either 
I'm with no, you. Well, and I agree with you. I'm not saying we need a, a permanent fourth liner, but th- there's a good half dozen teams in that league where, you know, I, I definitely don't want there not to be a deterrent. The Leafs, you know, the Leafs even signed a guy. They signed Curtis Gabriel, who was in San Jose. Yeah. What does that and tell I, I had been hoping that we could have picked him up, or he was one of the the guys that I was uh, thinking about. But I just I just hope that uh, we bring in somebody because you know, despite what a lot of people think, you talk to the players, and when you got somebody sitting on the bench, even in those games, maybe he only plays five minutes, but. You ask that you ask those guys. They'll be the first guys to difference. tell you. They'll be the first guys yeah. to tell you. Got to get one more call yeah. in. Thanks, Daniel. Take care. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. You bet. We're gonna go to Mar- uh, Marcel on line number one uh, out of Edmonton. Marcel, how you doing? Good. How are you doing, Bob? Good. That's good. I, I got a question. I don't really understand the um, the season seats. I, I've been on a list to get a season seat for about three years now, and I never get them offered to me. But when I go to buy seats, you know, to bring my wife to a game, uh, they can be anywhere from, you know, a couple hundred bucks to a couple thousand bucks. So is that season ticket holders uh, raising their, the price of the seats? Uh, it can be. Uh, there's there's a portal that gets deployed uh, where they get put on. I, you know what? What I got to do is I got to get Stu Ballantyne or Stu. Uh, Stu Ballantyne's coming on the show tomorrow. The, the right. ticketing question is more of a Stu McDonald question, but it has to do with how the resale works. And I'll be frank with you. I don't have a season. I... I I have a package that's included uh, in my in my deal, but we don't put as employees we don't put those tickets out there, so I don't even know how that works. Um, but uh, I I would think that I'm surprised you haven't been contacted back as there was uh, with the season seats. I, I'm not. Well, well I, I understand. Like I've been offered uh, the loose seats, but it's a little too spendy for my uh, my like. Yeah, you know, the, the lows. <laughs> the yeah, yeah. Seats. But I, but I gotta wonder, you know, like because like I said. I see the ticket prices that for you know side by side seats can be difference by of a few hundred dollars. Is that for the same? So, like I mean, I like to me the fluctuation in games might be dependent. Like if there's some season seat holders that that are in for full season seats and then they sell off the you know the Maple Leafs game and they can get four or five. I would assume they could get three to four, maybe even five times normal face value for those tickets. But I'm yeah, not so sure it, how those portals called, all work. I don't know. And isn't that called scalping? I don't know. Some people might say uh, that's uh, that's how, that's how free market works. Marcel, I don't mean to be rude. <laughs> I, I gotta I gotta get going here. Thanks for the call. Yeah, I'm against the clock. Yeah, thanks a lot. Uh, there you go. Well, we don't we don't do that every day. Maybe we'll try to do that at least once a week, Brendan. Where we'll take. I know you took some calls uh, while I was gone for the three. We should be honest. Part of the reason why is that we've got access to the studio for the second hour of the show. So that comes in handy as well. Royal Pizza, pizza pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years, including the original Royal Pizza in Old Strathcona. For a menu and a list of their... 13 Edmonton and area locations. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The stop recommendation is the Mediterranean chicken. Uh, Lee Corso, by the way, 86. Brian Hall, he's got a, he's still a spry guy. He's got to be in his late 80s as well. Has to be. I mean, he, I'm pretty sure he, 
he saw Howie Morenz play back in the day. Uh, to this day in Oilers history for New West Travel, September 17th, you can hop on a private WestJet charter, a round trip to Edmonton uh, with an open bar, just $199. Details at newwesttravel.com. Brendan Escott, what do you got? 2000, when the Oilers re-signed Captain Doug Waite to a one-year, $4.3 million contract. He scored 90 points in 82 games before Edmonton traded him the following summer to St. Louis for Jochen Hecht, Marty Reisner, and Jan Horacek. Yeah, and you know, the reason they had to do the deal is because they couldn't pay the $9 million a year at that time for Doug Waite. This day in order's history brought to you by New West Travel. Again, September 17th, you can uh, jump aboard a private WestJet charter round trip to Vancouver, open bar, just $199. Details at newwesttravel.com. JP said, Bob, who are the names you'd look at for extra team toughness? Well, these would be guys mostly on AHL deals uh, because a lot of the guys, you know what I'll do tomorrow is I'll look a little bit at that. Maybe I'll reach out to a pro scouting friend of mine too to see if there's anybody out there. Bob, would the orders sign Tyler Innes? Um, potentially for depth. I could, is that a, see, when he's been on the team the last year and a bit, do you bring him in on PTO? I don't know if teams like doing that. Bob, do you think Evander Kane is a cancer? And is he no-go as a fit here? Um, I think Evander Kane, if he focuses on playing, is a pretty good plane. Kevin Kurz's uh, stories out of The Athletic are concerning to me with Evander Kane. By the way, the league isn't making much headway on the gambling allegations against Evander Kane that were levied uh, by his now ex-wife. So they're not making a lot of headway on that front, which is interesting. Um, There seemed... I actually know somebody uh, who had a personal connection to Kane several years ago and said he was a decent guy. And I have also heard from a couple individuals, not a great guy. Yeah, you know what? I think... People mature, people grow, people change. Uh, we'll see. Inside Sports Tonight with Reed Wilkins from 6 State. Brendan Escott, what has he got shaken? You're going to hear from Elks running back James Wilder Jr. and get some info on the Grey Cup uh, making an appearance before the Labor Day rematch. Okay, there you have it. Tomorrow, Rob Brown. Uh, part of the Oilers Radio Network uh, will join us. Cam Moon from the Oilers Radio Network, uh, one of the two Oilers play-by-play voices. Stu Ballantyne, the president and COO Rogers Place and Ice District. We had to reschedule him because we ended up getting uh, Bill Daly on the show on Monday. So Stu's been kind enough to join us tomorrow. And uh, we look, we're looking forward to that as well. Up next, the global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Rob Breckenridge today from 2 to 3 uh, through Edmonton and Calgary. And then from 3 to 6, uh, Monday through Friday, it's here on 630 Chad at Edmonton, Jalen and I. Special thanks to all of you who participated in the interactive elements of our show, both in the call-in and text-in segments. Have a wonderful Wednesday, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.